So my prediction is that uh, Tesla's long-term value uh, will be, a majority of long-term value will be Optimus. Um, and, and that prediction I'm very confident of. Hey, it's Dave. So Tesla just ended their 2023 annual shareholder meeting, and it was actually one of the best shareholder meetings I've seen in a long time. Elon was in a great mood. He shared the long-term vision of Tesla, but also he shared some more near-term kind of milestones or big announcements that Tesla will be making in terms of new products. One of that is the Cybertruck, which will be um, in production later this year with the first deliveries. Then there's the Tesla Next Generation Vehicle, and Elon referred to two models that he thinks combined can sell at least 5 million vehicles per year. However, one of the most exciting things was this quote where Elon said that he thinks the majority of Tesla's long-term value will be in its humanoid robot. In this video, I want to dive into that statement by Elon from different angles because I think it's super interesting and it's exciting how confident Elon stated that prediction. All right, so to understand Elon's quote on the humanoid robot's impact on Tesla's valuation long-term, we need to take a step back and I think look at this in different layers. So the first layer is Tesla's electric vehicle product line or its business. Now the vehicle hardware market is huge. It's one of the biggest markets in the economy right now. And this is what I call kind of level one or stage one Tesla. Tesla establishes a profitable electric vehicle business. And this is actually much harder than most people think. You see, in order to become a profitable company with electric vehicles, you need to produce at volume or at scale. And the reason is there's so many different parts that come together into an electric vehicle. And it's a new vehicle with different parts like batteries and power electronics and motors and everything that is combined around the electric vehicle. Now, at first, these parts are made in small quantities and are really, really expensive. That makes the overall car very expensive and you're going to sell it at a loss. In order to turn a profit, you need to sell cars at volume at at least probably a few hundred thousand right per model. Now, in order to reach that, you need the demand Right, in order to reach that type of volume. The problem is initially your cars, because you're selling so little, are priced so high, so you don't have that demand because as the prices go down, the demand will increase. So the dilemma, and all car manufacturers are facing this, is that in order to ramp up a profitable EV business, you need to at first kind of bite the nails and become unprofitable and just eat the losses. And at a certain point, if you could sell cars cheap enough and if they're compelling enough, then you can grow your production to let's say a few hundred thousand per model and then become profitable. But the elephant in the room right now is Tesla. And Tesla has basically dominated each of the electric vehicle segments that is entered. And not just electric vehicle segments, but just vehicle segments in general. And so if you're an existing OEM or a new EV manufacturer, you need to go into a market that either if Tesla's in that market, you need to match and deliver a vehicle that is at least compelling right, as a Tesla vehicle in that market segment, which is extremely hard to do. Or you go into a market segment that is maybe a segment that Tesla isn't interested in and isn't interested in going into for the next several years. However, those type of markets, I think, are going to be increasingly more limited in terms of quantity. All right, so this first level or stage one of Tesla is the electric vehicle market. Tesla has reached profitability and Tesla is going after each large vehicle market segment very thoughtfully to achieve kind of market dominance in each of those segments. Now, this level one business is extremely lucrative. Tesla is already achieving market leading uh, margin on their vehicles. However, this leads us to stage two, which is full self-driving or robotaxi. Now, this is stage two, and it's 
a much, much bigger market than the electric vehicle market. And the reason is, is because autonomous driving transforms a vehicle from a human-driven vehicle to a vehicle that can drive itself. It can be utilized many more times in, let's say, a week or even a day compared to a manually driven, driven car. And it's just fundamentally a better experience with higher value. And so what Tesla's aim is, as it delivers a truly fully self-driving experience, that it can monetize the value that it delivers. Here's a short clip where Elon Musk answers Tesla Boomer Mama's question about how high Tesla's margin, at least with autos, can reach with FSD. I understand, but what is going to be the margin for Tesla then? Because you're obviously thinking you're going to sell much more FSD then, right? You may have a system in place of robotaxes. You may have a cut with fleets. So did you do any projections what the automotive peak margin for Tesla could be in two years, five years, and the same for energy? Well, I mean, this is definitely, we're in sort of highly speculative territory here. Um, but, but, but obviously, if, if you've got a, a car that costs the same and, and has, say, I don't know, a 20 or 25% margin and, and suddenly is able to be used five times as much, then, then you might have 80% margins and the revenue would increase several fold. That's why I say it's, the, it's probably going to be the biggest asset value a step change in, in history of Earth. Uh, yeah. and, and, and energy does not have, energy just simply does not have uh, such an increase in asset utilization, so I would expect energy to, be, to remain at sort of 20, 25%-ish 20, to 30% margin. All right, so you've got EV as the level one, and you've got FSD or robotaxis as level two or stage two for Tesla. Stage three is the energy market. Now, Elon referred to demand for energy storage as quasi-infinite. What that means is, is basically the needs of energy are just humongous and immense around the world, and they will only grow over time. And if energy storage is able to drop its price, which it historically has been able to do, and there's no indication that development and innovation is going to stop anytime soon. So as battery storage prices decrease, that only increases the demand for energy storage. And if Tesla can reach, let's say, 20 to 30% margins off of energy storage, this is a humongous market that has many decades right, of runway to grow. Now, these are kind of the three levels or stages of Tesla, even before humanoid robot. Now, the fourth stage, which I call basically Optimus or the humanoid robot market, is the largest market. And I've been saying this for quite a while. And the reason is, is because the humanoid robot is a general purpose robot. It's not a narrow focused physical AI device, let's say like a FSD robotaxi device. Now, the transport market is huge and FSD is extremely bullish in my opinion. But the humanoid robot is on a completely different scale because it can learn as many tasks as you teach it. For example, it can hop into a car and eventually learn how to drive the car. In other words, as there is, let's say, one major use task for FSC, which is driving the car, there could be hundreds of thousands or millions of use cases for a humanoid robot. And each of those use cases brings value and people are willing right, to exchange, let's say, resources or money in exchange for the value that the humanoid robot can give. Now, there are several other reasons why the humanoid robot is a massive market as well. First off, you can sell many more humanoid robots than physical cars. Humanoid robots will likely be less expensive to produce. There's just less complexity in a humanoid robot compared to a car, less mass right, of materials as well. Elon today mentioned that he thinks there could be a total addressable market of, let's say, $10 billion 
million or even 20 billion humanoid robots eventually. Another thing about humanoid robots is that you could charge a recurring subscription model. Basically, let's say a weekly or a monthly fee in order to access right, a humanoid robot in your home or office at work and to use that. And Tesla can be one of the major benefactors right, of that type of subscription. So let's take a step back. Elon today said at the shareholder meeting, he is very confident that the majority of Tesla's long-term value as a company is going to be in its Optimus humanoid robot. So what does that mean? It means that Tesla, and this is my perspective, Tesla already has a huge, huge addressable market with EVs, right? Vehicles, transport. But FSD and robotaxis is going to eclipse that by a huge margin because it's going to deliver that much more value. And Tesla also has a huge addressable market in the energy markets. But even those three huge markets of electric vehicles, FSD, road taxi, and energy, they are going to be, even if you combine them all together, that is still going to be small compared to the massive potential of humanoid robots. Now, the way Elon mentioned it, it didn't just seem like an off-the-cuff speculation where he wasn't confident. Rather, he sounded very, very confident in his prediction, something that seems like he is willing to stand by. So my prediction is that uh, Tesla's long-term value uh, will be, a majority of the long-term value will be Optimus. Um, and, and that prediction I'm very confident of. It reminds me of a prediction Elon Musk made back in the early 2010s or so. This was a while back, and Elon kept on saying that he thinks that by 2030, that the majority of new cars sold will be electric. Now, now fast forward to 2023, most people agree, and we can even right, beat that 2030 um, time target. However, back in, let's say, 10, 2010 or so, that was unheard of. Most people just laughed at that, thinking that Elon Musk was crazy. But Elon was confident because he saw, I think, the battery cost curves and what technology and innovation can do to basically deliver um, a fundamentally better experience, right, with electric vehicles. And he saw that at a certain point, electric vehicles could reach cost parity and deliver an overall better experience, thus leading right to more sales than uh, IEC vehicles. In the same way, Elon Musk is looking forward, and he's looking forward at the humanoid robot market. And he just doesn't see much limits to this, the future of AI, right, to the future of AGI, or artificial general intelligence. And he doesn't see much limits to when you combine HGI into physical humanoid robots, what those robots can do in the long term. Anyway, so in conclusion, I think that's one of the biggest reasons why Elon Musk is so bullish on the future of Tesla. Sure, FSD and Robotaxi is going to be this huge right uh, step change in terms of value that Elon thinks will deliver to products and to the entire Tesla fleet. Ultimately, long term, the biggest value generator Elon thinks is going to be the humanoid robot. And that's why Tesla is just getting started. All right, hope that's been helpful. I've just started a long four to five month trip with my family. I'm taking them around the world. So far, we're right now in Hawaii doing a quick stop um, before we head to Korea for a month and then headed over to more Central Asia, into Europe, where we'll spend the majority of our time and then back to the US. I'm trying to give my kids kind of a firsthand glimpse into the bigger world that we live in and trying to plant this world perspective in them where they're connected to the people of the world and really in touch with the needs and opportunities around. All right, we'll see you guys in my next video. Thanks. Cybertruck is the, is the car I will be driving on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, so, and you know, people always want to know what our next product is. Um, But this is not the time to... <laughs> we obviously need to have a, you know, a proper, dedicated product launch. 
Um, I, I, I just want to emphasize that we are actually building a new product. We are actually designing a new product. Uh, we're not sitting on our hands here. Um, so uh, th there are two new products that I think you will be very excited about. And both the design of the products and the manufacturing techniques um, are head and shoulders above anything else that is present in industry. So, yeah, anyways. If I were to guess, I would say of these, these two new products, just these two new products alone, I would say there's, we will probably make, obviously this is just you know, Elon's guess, um, so, you know, don't sue me. Um, <laughs> Um, but uh, I, I, you know, Elon's guess is that, um, I, that that we'll probably make in excess of five million units a year of these two model models combined. So. These are all real, by the way. I think the thing um, perhaps, perhaps most, most notable is if you look at the difference between the last time we showed Optimus, and, and this is a video that was taken basically yesterday, um, and the Optimus team was up all night uh, making this video. Um, the Optimus team has done an incredible job. Um, so just, yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, the, 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 the motors the controllers, um, the electronics, um, and, and everything you see in the Optimus robot is a Tesla-designed uh, system. So this is, we, we actually tried to find um, drive actuators and, and whatnot that, that were off the shelf. We, we, we found that there, there weren't any. Um, in order to make um, an, an, an effective uh, humanoid robot, you actually have to design um, the motors and gearboxes and the, and the electronics from scratch because it's a very different application from anything else that exists. Um, so we took our world-class uh, motor and power electronics team and, uh, and, say, uh, and, and said, okay, we, we, we need to design uh, several um, uh, actuators that, are, that don't exist in the world. Um, and they did. So Optimus is, is, is working quite well. And then for uh, full self-driving, 
Asphalt self-driving gets uh, closer and closer to generalized real-world AI. That same uh, software is transferable to uh, a humanoid robot. Um, just like um, you know, uh, we, you know, humans can obviously walk around with their arms and legs, uh, but, but we can drive a car, fly a plane, uh, steer a boat, uh, ride a horse. Um, if you have a generalized understanding, or, or if you have generalized real-world AI, which is what we are developing for full self-driving, um, it can be transferred to basically anything. Um, and um, so, so Optimus will use the same uh, FSE computer as the, as the car. Um, and um, the, the Optimus stuff is, is um, I think, somewhat, not somewhat, extremely underrated. People, people, the, the, because they, people just cannot comprehend the, 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 the consequences. Now, obviously, we need to make sure that we don't have a Terminator scenario. That's very important. Uh, it's all fun and games until Terminator shows up. Um, but uh, if you say, like, if you have had a uh, generalized um, humanoid robot, uh, what would be the effective ratio of humanoid robots to humans? Because I think basically everyone would want one. And, and maybe people would want more than one, which means the actual demand for, for something like Optimus, if it really works, um, which it will, uh, is, uh, I, I don't know, I mean, 10 billion units? It's, it's, it's some crazy number. Um, it might be 20 billion units if the ratio is, say, two to one on people but, you know, humanoid robots versus people, it, it might actually be, it, it's, not, it's some very big number is what I'm saying. Um, and a number vastly in excess of the number of cars. Um, so my prediction is that uh, Tesla's long-term value uh, will be, a majority of the long-term value will be Optimus. Um, and, and that prediction I'm very confident of. So anyway. Let's see. So I think with that, we can...